it's Kailu. Welcome back to the second episode of the Urban Butterfly. I want to take this time to express my sincerest gratitude for sharing this space with me and vibing with me wherever you may be. And of course, taking this time to thank our guides and amazing spirit for making it happen. How have you guys been? <laughs> what have you been up to? And for those of you that are in sync with the energy of the cosmos, like mwah, how is that new moon in Taurus like for you? Just out of curiosity. I know I'm late, but <laughs> better late than never. Taurus energy is extremely grounding, and I hope you got that chance to partake in that energy. And if you didn't, well, no worries. Take some time to squeeze in a little you time. Because it's about that time. <laughs> we have an epic super moon coming up, actually. I believe um, May 26th, which is a total lunar eclipse. You know, the vibes, mark your calendars, and try your best to bask in her energy. It's going to be utterly magical. To be honest with you, it took me longer than expected to release this episode. The new moon in Taurus hit and I woke up with an extremely bad headache. Like if it went if like if I went out drinking the night before, it was awful. And I didn't even know it was a new moon until after the fact, which was interesting in its own right. But I found myself actually vibing with this energy. Normally, I'm on the go and doing a million different things throughout the day. I'm sure you can relate. And this energy had me in a mood where I wasn't really rushing, you know? I was just chilling <laughs> in my element, if you will. I found myself in legit hermit mode, just grounding and recharging, taking it literally day by day. And sometimes, you know, we need that more than we allot ourselves and yes the guilty feelings of doom did come over me <laughs> but it was gradually put to rest after some much needed and i mean much much needed centering you know the vibes catching the sunsets laying out some grass eating some good food it was beautiful something i didn't know i needed until i had it you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. Sometimes we get caught up on other priorities and responsibilities that we forget that we too are also an important priority. And I don't know about you, but I have to consciously work on being a little selfish and allowing myself to just breathe, to relax and, you know, be present. It sounds so basic, right, <laughs> when I put it like that? But for most of us, it can be the hardest thing to do. But yeah, today we're going to speak about the divine blessings of being misunderstood. And I know, screw, hold up, blessing. Gaia, have you ever been misunderstood? The answer is yes. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I am a Life Path 11 and... We are the epitome of being misunderstood. 
And very quickly, for my lovelies out there who aren't sure what a life path number is or how to acquire it, it's very simple. You'll just add up the month, day, and year you were born. So if you get a number like 25, for example, you would then break that number down, so 2 plus 5, which will give you 7, making you a life path 7. And knowing your life path number can enlighten you on some of the obstacles you may face throughout your journey. In a very general way, of course, but it can provide you with some insight nonetheless and give you a different perspective on things you may have undergone or are going to undergo. And to not just understand it, but move a bit differently as a result, which is a perfect segue to our topic, by the way. I think uh, we can all agree <laughs> that being misunderstood is ex- is extremely frustrating. And not only that, we have been conditioned to see it as a flaw of one's own doing, something that we as individuals have control over and can ultimately rectify so that our words, our actions, intentions are not received in any other way besides how we intend for them to be received. But these associations with the art of being misunderstood are surface level deep. And in these waters, we dive in the deep end, okay? (laughs) Like mermaid type vibes over here. So I'm specifically targeting the misunderstanding of our soul language. And we all possess this. In fact, it will bring us much harmony and just overall high vibrational energy in general when we can not only speak the language of our souls fluently, but read it, understand it, literally become it so that we are able to astutely determine where and who we should invest our energy in. Because then we have a better sense of control, a healthy level of boundaries, and just the power to surround ourselves with the things, people, places, situations, etc. that can invigorate us instead of deplete us, you know, drain us of our energy. But in order to do so authentically and in a healthy manner, it's imperative to become fluent with our soul language so that we are able to nurture ourselves with the people, situations, food, etc. that we need versus what we think on the surface we want. And this is where ego comes into play, right? This notion of want. So very quickly, I'm sure we all know that ego, what ego is and have our own definition for it. But for the sake of being on the same page, I classify ego as the expectations that we may have either for a person, place, situation, or just life in general, which is normal. We're cognitive beings and it is natural for us to have expectations and desire certain outcomes for ourselves. However, things become a little bit wonky when we become lost within these illusions and are unwilling to accept anything or anyone that may interfere or challenge them, thus remaining rigid and unwilling to accept or adjust to the perspectives of others, life circumstances, facts, and, you know, that is unnatural. Because our very existence is dependent on this idea of 
evolution and doing what we must in order to survive, to thrive, to evolve and be who we are today better than yesterday. Just think for a moment in our in your life, right? Compare yourself to five years ago or even 10 years ago and note the difference within your personality, mentality, maybe even mannerisms. It probably looks a lot different, right? It probably feels different, maybe even foreign. And that is because like snakes, we are destined to molt, shed our old habits and ways of thinking in order to embody the new ways of being that we have adopted as we progressed in our journey. It is a process and one that can quickly turn difficult if we remain stagnant and, you know, rigid and stubborn. I'm sure that all of us within our journey have experienced what is called karmic lessons, which is a fancy way of simply stating that we are repeating similar lessons, thus experiencing the same outcome over and over again, because we are unwilling to accept the fact that we have to make adjustments to move forward and to progress. So for example, when it comes down to karmic relationships, right? One person can be the one to forgive and try. Just as an example, they forgive over and over again to make it work with their partner for whatever reason, maybe because they really love them. But if it wasn't meant to be, meaning if this person was meant to teach them a lesson, whatever that lesson or lessons may be, then they will always find themselves wondering why they forgave them again or thinking of leaving again. And the scripts may look different each and every time, but there's always something that triggers this feeling of this is not for me. And until one not only accepts this, but takes that information and do what is necessary for their highest and greatest good, whatever that may be, it could be to stay single, right? And learn to love themselves first. Again, this is an example. But the point is, one knows in their soul what is for them and what is not for them, intuitively speaking. But because we have free will, we ultimately decide whether we choose to ignore our intuition or listen to it. Either way, karmic cycles will always energetically speaking, manifest itself until we have ended and healed them, thus beginning a new cycle. And this can be easier said than done for many reasons. But one reason I believe we all have in common is allowing ourselves to be guided by the illusions of the ego versus the facts of the soul. I hope we're on the same page with that. Again, it's just an example, but I welcome you to use it as a blueprint to authentically examine your life, to truly determine if you either a victim of your own illusions or are you authentically on the path of growth and transformation. Because, you know, many people speak about the divine orchestrating blessings in our lives, right? And often we associate these blessings as it being quote-unquote good things, like jobs, money, relationships, what have you. But like in the tarot, 
we all have our tarot moments, tower moments. <laughs> and the tower card is a representation of the divine orchestrating the literal crumbling down of a structure. It's, it's not a pretty sight. I mean, there's people in distress and it's just on the surface devastating. But following this card comes a star card which is all about vulnerability and finding peace and strength in that vulnerability. These moments occur in our lives and are divinely orchestrated so that we do not become rigid and stagnant and instead become stronger, wiser, and even humble as a result. To learn to trust and be guided by the light of our hearts so that we embody the form of our highest and greatest self authentically. Always remember that things happen for you, not to you. And always, always for your highest and greatest good. Sometimes in the heat of the moment, we can quickly forget this. But try to breathe and look at the glass half full versus half empty next time. And going back to that metaphor of water, there is something beautiful and sublime about just letting the waves carry you and just taking a break from swimming and dodging crazy waves sometimes you know you'll be surprised how peaceful it can be when you allow things to just flow naturally because some things are beyond our control all right my loves wherever you may be i send you my love and blessings and i'll catch you on the next episode Till then, keep shining and blessing this world with your light.